Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is indeed the law wherever you are hearing the sound of this broadcast over the air, on the app, on the stream. And as we like to open certain special shows, let's hear a little bit of this. You know how to make a girl feel special. Oh, you know it. Lori's out for the day. So thanks for coming in, cutie. This is the highlight of my week. Is it? Yeah, I get so excited about coming here. I like won't even talk to my husband before or after the show. This is but what a compliment, Rocco. How about that? I get wow. But where else can I talk about this stuff? Well, right. I don't have any friends. Well, I, we got well, rid of friends in 2020. Well, no, <laughs> no kidding. Well, we do have a special person listening right now who might have a birthday. Mm. Mm. Uh huh. Go, Max. It's your birthday. What? We're going to party like it's your birthday. Going to sip a party like no. it's your birthday. He's going only 20. in the club. Maxi, Maxi, Max. 20 years old. Two zero, and we met him when he was three. That's crazy, isn't that crazy? So uh, that's B. Arthur's son is the big two O today. That's so um, he's a great kid. So Max, I hope you're having a great day and and doing something different than you've done for the last six months. <laughs> Play with that dog, that new dog here, the little Gwenny. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, so I think we might be on our way to making yet another record, mm. and that record I might say is one that the Minnesota Twins are um, holding right now. We still have five outs to go here. All right, we still have five outs to go, but we are playing our second game of a three-game series for the playoffs with the Houston Astros right now, and we are down by just one? Down two to one in the bottom of the eighth. Oh, we have plenty. We have five outs left, but yesterday the record that we made was we are now the first team in the NFL, NBL, NBA, and NHL to have lost... 17 postseason games in a row. We beat that record was previously held by the Chicago Blackhawks, mm. who, who lost 16 postseason games in um, between 1975 and 1979. So TBD. I, I saw somebody on Twitter say that the Twins' uh, po- playoff losing streak is old enough to drive now because <laughs> it dates back to 2004. It's 16 years old now. Oh my gosh. That's great. I that's that's pretty funny. No, it is something. It is something. Um, do do we want to be the best at being the worst, or would we rather? I feel win? like it's what something. I think that Minnesota the worst. is. Well, we've owned it for a long time. I know. In a so lot bad. of different 
sporting events. But, but we don't want to be like mid-worst. If we're going to be the worst. Let's just own it. Let's be the best at being the worst. Well, okay. Done. Check, check, check. Check and mate. Check and that is so done. But I I really, we thought because we were playing not the New York Yankees that yeah. we might have success. But oh, there's always time. There's always a miracle comeback that could happen. So, honey. <laughs> that seems like you believed. Dixie Magoo. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Um, I have to. Um, oh, gosh. 60 years ago today, people. What? If you're wondering, the Flintstones first aired on ABC. Really? Mm-hmm. When the Flintstones first aired, was it like normal time slot? Like, what are we doing? Well, okay. That's interesting because I'm just thinking that right now that it aired on ABC. I don't know if it was after school. Yeah. I, wonder. I don't know. I don't know what day of the week. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. That's what I'm going to call it. It, it was on a Saturday 60 years ago today, and it was a cartoon. Could you imagine how mind-blowing that show was? Just how creative with all the dinosaurs? I mean, that must have been like, what? Like, game changer. <laughs> with all the di- the well, dinosaurs, the twinkle dishwasher, and the, uh, the, the di- car. Okay, wait a minute. The dinosaur is a dishwasher? Everything's a dinosaur I thing. I mean, it was crazy. It was so creative. I mean, they would have, I mean, Dino... Dino, the little mm-hmm. dinosaur dog, and then they had like a dishwasher that was like, and then they'd clock in on that bird thing. I did. Kitchen. I know. I really, I'm really on to something. Okay, so my mom, my mom ended up um, getting something from um, her sister lives in California, uh-huh. and so she had found her something. My mom has been searching high and low. She's very, very, very teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, petite person, uh-huh. and she needed something for her back. And so she ordered something from a store. And last night we talked to the store owner. I went over there, and we made the order. And, yeah, it's very exciting. And we found out how it was going to come yeah. and blah, blah, blah it's for her back. And so here, here's what they sent. And so my mom, who's about the cutest lady in America, um, calls me this morning and she's like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe what, did you see it? Did you see it in your inbox? What I got, what I got, it was just so amazing. And so it says, dear XYZ, my mom's name. Yeah. All was quiet today until the dot, 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 warehouse intercom crackled to life. Listen up, people. We've got an order from our new friend from... But no one could hear the rest of the announcement over the thunderous roar of applause. Sparkling water bottles were popped. Tears of joy were shed. (laughs) Don't stop believing rang from every speaker. Even Alan, our lead packer, smiled. And Alan never smiles. Simply put, your order caused a pandemonium and everyone is thrilled you're now a customer. Thank you. Once we clean up our celebration mess... We'll be working to get your order packed, shipped, and on its way to you ASAP. If you have any questions or problem, you can reply to this. We'll follow it up with tracking, blah, 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 blah. Talk soon. Derek, blah, 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 president. That is delightful. Isn't, have you ever, all was quiet until the warehouse intercom crackled with life. We've got pandemonium. And over the applause. Oh, I love that. How so clever creative. is that? Yeah, I mean, that's creative. I, I so it's funny. So he ends up calling me today to do something else on the order, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "You've got to, you've got to send that to me too," because it went to my mom, and I have what she, I have a different version, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. what she recited to me. But it's just the 
I thought that was clever. That's so creative because you get so many of these emails you don't even read. Well, but that, but if that came up, I of course would read that and just like let. I mean that that's whoever's the marketing there and they're I a plus. Derek, a plus plus. Derek, if you're listening and a new fan, we're impressed. We're All right, quite so, impressed. I don't. I've never heard of anything. Never, no. And I love a company that can be silly like that. Yeah. It was it was very funny, and this is after we tried to fix my mom's phone. That you know how your phone and anything that you try to get fixed only doesn't work for you, and then someone comes over to fix it, and of course it works. My husband is rocking two phones for about four days now because he bought his new phone and he just didn't didn't transfer it right. So now he looks like he buys and sells car stereos or yeah. something. At least he has. A, remember my four days I went without. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to lose my mind. But yeah, the like, phone transferring and everything. Like, what the heck's going on? He's literally now getting messages on what this is his one for this thing, and this is the. And I'm just like, go get it fixed. You're driving me nuts. He's charging both now. Like, oh, that's funny. Overnight, middle of the night, he'll switch. Like, that's that's Justin. Funny. We cannot live our lives like this. We cannot do it. Can't. All right, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we the story we can't get enough of. We lost. Some big people that were a big part of my life. I don't know about you two youngsters, but we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us on this hump day. Okay, so I have to, we have to just, re, before we get to the tragic deaths of Helen Reddy and Mac Davis, um, Deb sent us a note about the Flintstones, and I was so, so very wrong. So thank you, Deb. So when the Flintstones, because we said 60 years ago today, they started on the air, and that year was 1960. So from 1960 to 1965, the Flintstones aired in prime time on Friday night. I believe it. And they had a rating share of like um, uh, like 24, then they went up to 40, to a 41. I mean, no one even gets that. And they were tied... Many nights with uh, uh, the many loves of Dobie Gillis. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like Flintstones was, I think Flintstones was way better than the Jetsons besides the oh, point. Yeah. But I think it was one of those things that it was a game changer. But really seriously, so for five years, it was on prime time. So that's there's, amazing. There's like just a bunch of people that like look at Flintstones as like, that's an adult show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, um, do you remember the movie? I was asking you before, do you remember the movie that had John Goodman and Halle Berry and Halle Berry was like, I, I don't remember, think I ever watched it. Rosie O'Donnell, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I, Rosie I don't O'Donnell. Think I saw that either. Did I didn't anybody? See it. I saw Wish it. You were younger. I saw it. And I remember <laughs> being young and being like, am I attracted to Halle Berry? Cause she was like so hot in it. So pretty. So and she pretty. Was Betty. No, she was Sharon Stone. She was John Goodman's, uh, Fred Flintstone's assistant. Okay, that's so funny that her name was Sharon Stone. They were so clever on that I told you they were so clever. You're right about that. Okay, so Lori last night starts sending me things. Mm -hmm. Mac Davis passed away. Yesterday he was in critical condition. We're going to get to who he was. He had a talk show in the 70s, too. Then Helen Reddy dies. And Helen Reddy... Okay, so I had her first album. You did? Oh, yeah. And I know every song, and I played it today, like, many times. Um, I know every Helen Reddy song. But here's a little bit about her story. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Australian This TV is Australian. From, and uh, I didn't even know she was Australian. Did you? Yes. Because well. we visited her, because a documentary came out about her um, just, like, three weeks ago called I Am Woman. And we had talked about that, that she's Australian. But here's a little bit about it. There has been no Australian singer quite like Helen Reddy. 
She was the first homegrown singer to win a Grammy Award. And I would like to thank God because she makes everything possible. To host her own US primetime variety show, to have three number one singles in the same year. was born into a showbiz family. Her parents were both actors, so was her half-sister, Tony Lamont. You never had an option, really, did you? No, like... I, I was, I was um, you know, I was on, on stage when I was four. You were never going to be an accountant? No. <laughs> Helen was slogging it out on the club circuit, but her luck changed in 1965 when she entered and won a bandstand talent contest. I don't think I'll really believe it until I get on that plane. The prize was a trip to New York, and the move opened the door to the U.S. music industry. Would you welcome, please, Miss Helen Reddy? Then came the song that became an anthem. Alice Cooper crowned her the queen of housewife rock. How's the snake doing? Oh, it's, it's adorable. I left it at home with my snake sitter. Is it really as long as they say? Gracie, I needed to go for the women and that was my mission. And you knew you'd nailed it when you wrote it. Oh. You knew you'd, oh, yeah. you'd know when you've written a great song and it just sort of goes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, she that song, we might have to sing it today at the end of our show because... It was such a fun song to sing. And I'm telling you, I was seven or eight. I was eight or nine when I would sit and listen to some. I had no idea when anything, what any of the songs meant or anything. And I just want to say for the record, our little Brittany, who is sitting in today for Loreen, I said, what are you doing when I saw her doing some work? Because she came in early to work here. I'm looking up who the hell hell I'm ready is. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely happened. <laughs> absolutely happened. <laughs> I'm going to make a deal with you. We're not going to sing today. How about we save this song for Friday? Harry, you you've come up with a different one. You forced me to I, sing every Friday, and I'm in here Friday. And oh so gosh. let's knock out two birds, one stone. Yes. I, I had no idea. I mean, I knew the song. Serious. And then how many? Like, how she many? had a ton of hits. Number, and yeah. if you ever listen, I listened to Angie, baby, you're a special lady living in a world of make-believe. I listened to that song driving into work today. Yeah. Some of it is so on PC because yeah. I never listen to lyrics or words ever, ever, ever. But today I'm listening to it. I'm like, huh, that's kind of an interesting song. <laughs> but she problematic. Was, she was a mother of two. She before, um, you know, I am woman even made her go made it to number one in 1971. Her version of the Jesus Christ Superstar song. I don't know how to love him made number one. So that was her first number one hit. Nice. And then she followed it with, I, you know, um, I am woman. And then uh, she. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We had other songs that were blah, 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 blah. Delta Dawn you know was another one. Is huh? this one? I like this. Right, is mine. Play it. And she did, says the song Peaceful. I mean, her music. It was so good, but she had enunciate so much, and it must be because she was Australian singing yeah. in, with an English accent, you know, yeah, American yeah. accent. But she um, talked about, you know, she was good friends with Frank Sinatra. She was in airport 1975. She was a singing nun, and uh, she also was in, I think she was in Are You There, God, with George Burns. She had a talk show in wow. the 70s. And if you remember the microphones back in the day, they were white microphones. Do you remember those, Rocco? It wasn't skinny. It had a round. It was like a kind of just an oval top and it went down, but they were always mic. They were white. Like, like if you watch show, old, like the Mike Douglas show Well, if you even watch old Sonny and Cher, they're singing. Okay. Their microphones were always white. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why. But anyway, she and you and me against the world was another big one. But anywho. You know, I got to make a confession. I often get her mixed up with Anne Murray. Oh. I feel like they have similar voices, no? Well, I feel like they're she's completely a, different. I was going to say, she's about here? to I'm gonna just roast say, you. I know. No, and she had a shag haircut. Okay, so the very first album, um, she had a shag, short shag haircut, and she's wearing a rib turtleneck, which I feel like is my uniform. I just, I don't know. They're different. They're different, Donnie. I almost said, oh it's my okay. gosh. Rocco. I'm different, Julia. Oh, oh you know my what? word. Here's the thing. Rocco <laughs> and Donnie are different too. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Oh. She's, <laughs> she stopped singing, she said in a 2012 interview, because she was shown that her song made it into an American history school textbook, a whole chapter on feminism, her name, her lyrics were in the books. And she said, well, I'm part of history now. How do I top that? So I can't. So it was easy to withdraw. She was lovely. She was lovely. She when sounds we come amazing. Back, we'll celebrate some other lives. Anywho. All right, Holly. All right. We we are just talking. We love Justin Bieber. Rocco just said Hello Ready music sounded like mom music. Okay, let's wait until she's <laughs> gone. I'm probably old enough her. to be both of your mothers. But um, <laughs> the the bi biopic biopic that just came out was um, I Am Woman, and it was just released like three weeks ago. And I think you can watch it on Amazon. Okay, it had mixed reviews. Yeah, but and she had kind of a an interesting life. I mean. She said, I'd like to thank um, God. I'd like to thank her, God, or something. Thank God. I'm, she, she, yeah. She's been amazing or something. I mean, that yeah. was pretty, you know, ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. She's awesome. Brings back memories of laying down, listening to the um, record player, and just, um, I listen to that stuff all the time. But I'm confused now, Rocco. Delta okay. Dawn. Okay, the, Did, yeah. Who made it a hit? I forget. We just Helen Reddy. It wasn't or, her. It was that girl that was only like 13, Yeah, right? no, it was the blonde lady, Tanya, Tanya Huck, Tucker. Tucker. She was like Tanya 13 Hucker. when it was a hit. I know, like but so who wrote it? Good question. I don't think it was either of them. Okay. But. 
Because you know what? I'm going to Google that up. Because I always know the Helen Reddy version, and Lori always makes us sing the Tanya Tucker version when we Alex sing. Harvey. Oh, okay. So it was neither of them. Okay. The Alex Harvey uh, country band. All right. Thank you for wow. solving that. We're just going down music. Written by Mem- former child rockabilly star Larry Collins and songwriter Alex Harvey. Okay. Hmm. Very, very cool. Did you know that there was a child uh, rockabilly, rockabilly star? No, I'm learning a lot. Okay, so we're going to have a big star from The Voice. Jesse Larson's going to be joining us um, in a couple minutes. This is The Voice. It is. That's right, Brittany. Okay, Nailed so it. so Mac Davis. Mm-hmm. Who is Mac Davis? I'm sure you ha- both had to Google him. At least you did. Oh, I know, Brittany. I was on a deep dive this morning. Yeah, you were. Who I, are these people? Well, you know, fun fact about him. We were, speaking of rockabilly. Yeah. Uh, he was in that realm, wrote songs for the one and only Elvis Presley. Yes, he did. And we've got a little something to say. That's right. And you, Julia, found two versions of uh, the Elvis song in the ghetto that aren't actually sung by Elvis. This is kind of fun. This yeah. is. So the first one we'll play is a little uh, Dolly Parton. The other version, the other version. Up, I didn't even really know this was a thing. This yes. was uh, a duet, you know, sort of a posthumous uh-huh. duet between Elvis and his daughter, Lisa Marie. Yes, sir. The Matt Davis memory that a lot of people are talking about today. Okay. Uh, happened one week ago today on this very radio show, and I have a clip of it. It's got to be with Colleen. You'll, no, you'll hear. All right. This <laughs> uh, this one I think is going to be kind of fun. Let's listen to this lyric, because this song hit number one on this. No, sorry. He was really good looking, and he was in the movie North Dallas 40. If anyone remembers that movie. Yeah, and he kind of had some tight curls. Yes, he did. He was good looking, but he also wrote... A little less conversation. A little more action. Uh-huh. That became, it really didn't become a hit until they played it in Ocean's Eleven and the remix. Yeah, they mm. put, somebody put like a cool beat to yep. it. Yeah. Um, but anywho, and he had a he had the Mac Davis show too, which ran for two years, and it was in 1974 to 76. So these are... Um, he actually kept writing for people into, you know, he was really young. They were both these guys were like 76, seven or eight. And um, very, very sad. I believe Helen Reddy had dementia. And they talked about it. Someone talked about it a couple of years ago. And her kids and her said, no, no, she doesn't. She doesn't. And then Mac Davis was, I think he had heart surgery yesterday, and from complications from that, he passed away. She had Addison's disease and dementia in her later years. That's what they were saying. I've never heard of Addison's disease. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. But anywho, so we wish them well. It's, um, oh, wow. He's, he wrote songs for Barbie, Bobby Goldsboro. You people, you guys don't even know who they are. I was I really impressed them. with your the flashback we just had. How quickly you guys just spit out Mac Davis like that is impressive. And that wasn't me. That was Lori. Okay, well, that was it Lori. was impressive. That but was... then couldn't remember. No, baby, don't couldn't remember. Rocco, that his was, biggest hit. That was only just a few weeks ago, wasn't it? What that we played that? Yeah, that was a week ago today. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought you said a year ago, and no, I'm like, no. I remember this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it couldn't have been that long ago. Anywho, she, anywho. She. It's kind of funny because I remember when I pulled, you know, I always look for a theme for trivia and that, right? that we went for things that happened on that day. So it was September 23rd. And it said 
Mac Davis's uh, "Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me" is, was a weird number one because it was the same year that "I Am Woman" came out, and mm. this and this song was about like such a uh, pompous song about hey, yeah. hey little girl, don't get hooked on me. I'm I know I'm awesome. How weird! You know, don't don't love me too much here, lady. And they thought, you know, so it's weird that in the they, thing that they wrote, they mentioned Helen Reddy, and then a week later, they they both exit this planet oh, on the same day. Oh, that's weird. All right, here's a little, here's a little if juicy gossip back from the day. Mm-hmm. So, um, Glenn Mac Davis was married twice, I believe. I could see that. And his um, first wife, they had one child together, Debbie, mm-hmm. and um, they divorced. Yeah, and her name was Nunley. And then um, he, Mac Davis, went on to marry Sarah Bergen. I think they had three boys. But Mac Davis' ex-wife went on to marry and pursue, I don't know if they got married, but pursue a relationship with Glenn Campbell. Mm. So people often Google, did Glenn Campbell steal Mac Davis's wife? Mac Davis was from Lubbock, Texas. Um, anyway, he was 78. Her name was Nunley? Yeah. Was she quite the looker i feel like well or he was, was she, uh, he was so handsome with all that curly hair and those big eyelashes i remember he had big eyelashes we're talking about mac davis if anyone can remember anything please feel free to call or email because <laughs> you feel so alone i feel so alone Lori knows who these people are anywho I I i've never even heard the name nunley like that's where i'm at that'd be a good it's an name. adjective Yes, Nunley. She, she worked at the Catholic school. She was quite Nunley. There you go. And Helen Reddy played a nun in Airport 74. And <laughs> I think a little less conversation came from the Elvis movie where Mary Tyler Moore played a nun. Woo! It all oh, full is circle. cosmic. We made the connection. We made the connection. Okay, so um, in other music news, Taylor Swift's folk folklore mm-hmm. just netted uh the artist her latest career milestone and um her seventh non-consecutive week at number one she beat out whitney houston for the most non-consecutive weeks at number one she spent 47 weeks at number one beating whitney houston record which was 46 which has been held since 1987 she's raking it in with that album because not only is the album doing well she put out clothesline around the album, oh. and including like a $70 cardigan, because there's a ca- song yes, cardigan yes, on there. Yes, yes, And I know at least three people who are buying it. Really? Is it that cute? It's Yeah, it's really cute. I mean, it's an expensive cardigan. Well, right. And you could also, if you want to buy a cardigan, you can get the cardigans <laughs> worn by the, um, the family in Yellowstone. Oh. You know, from the, um, I think it's Duggar Ranch or whatever, the Yellowstone. Did you watch Yellowstone? Yes, I watched a couple of episodes okay. and I'm still watching it. Okay, well, you can get those clothes now because I saw someone oh. with the ranch, Yellowstone Ranch yeah. uh, sweatshirt. So you That's can pretty cute. Kind of Google it. I saw some cute cardigans. I just want to dress like that sister, the daughter. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, she, and I will They have her clothes there. Yeah, she's just Google it. Yeah, I'm into she's it. She's hot. She's hot. I know she is. All right, we got to take a break and when we come back... Jesse Larson from The Voice. Listen, where that is Jesse Larson, who is going to be performing this Saturday night, October third, at the Chanhassen, part of the Hot Buttered Classic Soul performance, along with um, others. And Jesse, if you're listening, or your friends <laughs> know where you are, we're calling you. Um, so this. Um, 
This Saturday night at the Chanhassen, it's Ginger Commodore's show, and Jesse is one of the many musicians and vocalists that are going to be featured. And if you recognize him, he is with Hashtag MPLS as his band. He was also on The Voice, season 12. He was one of the, he made it to the final four. A big deal. I know, big deal. And he has such a beautiful voice. But I'm just going to give people the information because, um, you know, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater has installed a state-of-the-art filter system Mm -hmm. and they have been having great success with people um coming to their shows they're only allowing 25 percent of the audience on the main stage which is a really big area yeah and people are really loving it because it kind of feels normal yeah 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 you wear your mask to and fro and to the restroom and everything the wait staff wears masks but yeah you don't have to while you're there um so it is we have a special offer today. Mm. Um, it's uh, tickets, $25 tickets today to Hot Buttered Classic Soul. No, it's Hot Classic Buttered oh, Soul. fine. And we've got him. Oh, we do? <gasps> yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Well, good. Did you just hear us play your song and you decided to call us? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was actually with my son. I have a two and a half year old son that I'm home with, so. I was actually just tending to him at the moment. Oh, so I missed the call, but I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Well, we're excited to meet you, and we're excited oh. about the the show Hot Buttered Classic Soul at the yeah, Chan. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. So we're just telling people a little bit about it because um, you're going to be performing um, along with the headliner, Ginger Commodore. What kind mm-hmm. of music can people expect, Jesse, at the show? Um, there's a lot um, of different stuff. Uh, we do stuff anywhere from like 60s, 70s, um, 80s, um, classic soul music, um, some R&B music, um, you know, like Stevie Wonder to Marvin Gaye to um, just a ton of different stuff. Um, you know, the, the other singers all have very different um repertoires of myself as well as for our songs and stuff that they sing right um so it's a very good uh dynamic um and variants of songs and different sounds um yeah so it's me uh, myself um ginger commodore who is putting the show together um and it's her daughter um ashley commodore mm-hmm. who's also one of the singers and there's there's someone else i'm looking for it too but we know that you're yeah. gonna be there. It sounds phenomenal. And um have you performed yet at the Chanhassen since COVID hit? I did a couple of weeks ago. How was it? Um and it was it was great. Um it sounded great, it felt great. Um the food is really good. Um the staff is always really nice to us there. Um yeah, it was it was a really good time. I haven't um that was the first time I had been there. Right. Um, it's a great yeah, it's a great feeling room. Um everybody you know, from my vantage point, it looked like they had, you know, a very comfortable distance between everybody. You know, everybody had a smile on their face. And I think everybody was just happy to get out of their houses and then, you know, enjoy some live entertainment with some, you know, good people. That's what I heard. I want everyone to know that the show that you're going to be performing with um, the Ginger Commodore show is this Saturday, October um, 3rd, and it's called Hot Buttered Classic Soul. $25 is how much the tickets are. You can use the promo code L J Lori Julia twenty five so it's L J twenty five to get this deal. Um, it's only valid today. The promo code September thirtieth. You must order today. You, it's limiting you to six tickets. It's not valid on previously purchased tickets. Um, 
So you can uh, do that. And I think for $15 more, you can add on a meal, which the food is phenomenal there. So that's a really great deal. Okay, so um, it must have felt wonderful to be out performing because I bet that's been so hard. We've talked to a lot of musicians that you haven't been able to perform live. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a difficult thing. Um, it's almost like, you know, not to, not in a dark. I shouldn't say it, it's not too dark, but it's like almost you feel um, useless in a way. You know, like your purpose and the thing that you, uh, you know, you feel like you have a um, a good grasp on doing, um, you know, like you're pretty proficient at doing um, something, you know, I've strived to do for my whole life. Right. Um, it's kind of just, you know, taken out from underneath you. And for me, playing live is... I- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think what it's all about. Um, you know, I think music needs to be shared um, with other people. Um, and it needs to be, you know, uh, a joint effort. You know, it's every, it takes everybody in the room. Um, to make the music great and the experience great um, for me personally. And so, you know, just playing at home or doing things like that, it just doesn't, it doesn't quite work for me. Like I don't get the same things out. I you believe know, I can't it. express the same thing. I believe it. You know, so we I've did a deep dive into your life today. Um, okay. and, well, you know, and you know, you, yeah, hopefully you didn't find anything too crazy. I did. Well, I was very impressed. I might add, because I forgot who you are. And once I saw the picture, I'm like, yes, of course I remember him from the voice, um, of, you know, and you, um, you know, credit Prince and your mm-hmm. wife for, for really pushing you and the success you had in music on the voice and in other things. Um, can you, yeah, absolutely. can you tell us a quick Prince story about how that all came about? Yeah, um, so I was playing at the time with a band called um, MPLS, which I still play with um, now too. Okay. Um, but we're playing with the, I was playing with the band MPLS, and like on a Monday night at like nine thirty, I got a phone call from um, Brandon Commodore, the dr- my drummer friend, who was also playing drums at the show at Chan Hansen. Um and he's the band leader for the band MPLS. Anyway, he calls and he said, "What are you doing?" I was like, I'm just, you know, it's like nine o'clock. I got to work in the morning. I worked at an auto parts store at the time. And uh, he said, Prince called. He wants us to perform down at Paisley Park. Oh. I was like, Ten- I was like, tonight? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Was like, okay. So I went and picked him up and we drove down and somehow we got like nine of us in like formation heading down there. I mean, like babysitters got called, like people got Ubers and like all sorts of other crazy stuff. We got down there and we got close, we met up, and they were like Prince, Senator, you know, Prince's um, helper at the time sent us a text and said, it's not going to happen. Uh, we should probably do it tomorrow. Um, and so anyway, like the long story short, it just kind of kept coming. We you know, he called us back. We ended up doing a private performance for him. Um, he picked me out of the group and kind of running me through like some auditions and stuff like that. And then after like five times or so um they offered me the position to play guitar for his protege who he was working with and was going to open up for him on his summer hit and run tour um so i played for an artist named judith hill i was playing right. guitar and singing backup for her. 
Um, and yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, the crazy little story. I mean, there's lots of details and fun stories, but that know, that's a big one. And then, and then yeah. with the voice, was that fun or was it scary or how did that all, you know, I'm talking with Jesse was, Larson, uh, if you're just joining us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was, uh, it was, a, it was scary for sure. Um, you know, because I, I was always just a guitar player. You know, right. I wasn't um, I wasn't really a front person. So going from just being a guitar player and singing a song a night or something like that to having to be the one, you know, the one up front. Right. <laughs> not about anybody else but you. Um, that was really scary. And I think for the most part, it was just about the work for me. You know, I just I wanted to do the best I could. And I wanted to be able to look back at it and my time on the show and feel good about what I did. Um, you know, I struggle. I don't, I'm sure, I don't know if you've probably talked to a lot of artists, but I struggle with um, hearing myself in a positive manner, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't I don't like what I do. You know, if I listen back to what I played or what I sang, it's really tough for me to find, like, you know, a good feeling about it. Um, has, has that changed so, you know, at like, all? I, has it changed at no, all? No. That aspect of it, no, I still struggle with it. I think that's just one of those things that I'm going to carry with me. Okay. Um Cause you're but, very, very good. Yeah. You're very good. Because I know oh, I would, we would listen back to our, like I'd get in the car and we'd play our three to four hour again, the Low J replay, and I'd listen to myself and I'd be yeah. like, ah, turn the channel, <laughs> turn the channel. And it's been 18 years now and I'm finally like, okay, I didn't sound so stupid, you know, or something. Yeah. So with time, I'm a lot yeah. older, but you know, you, yeah. you're so good. And I'm so excited about the show you at the Chan, and again, the special offer that um, people, listeners to our show Absolutely. get. The promo code is LJ25. It's this Saturday night, Hot Buttered Classic Soul at the Chan Essen Dinner Theater. And and so you have Brandon Commodore in your band. You're going to perform with Ginger Commodore, Ashley Commodore. It's yep. going to be a family affair. Yep, absolutely. We got to yeah, go. No, a lot of the... We got to go, but we're so excited about the show, and maybe we'll catch up with you again. I would love to chat with you again sometime. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. That's Jesse Larson, and uh, we'll be back after a little bit of music and a little bit of news. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled eight billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.